Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Culture Kings. Guys, welcome to Culture Kings. Again, this is an episode that will be changing the format a bit. We have heard your complaints, and Jagisa and I acknowledge that we very much so dropped the ball on continuing the Black Love series. It's been about two, three months. Two, three months since we started it. <laughs> that well, wasn't a series. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, you, you went to New York. I, I, I got a job I, in New York. You went to New York, okay. got a job. New York. Okay. Uh, so there's been some stuff. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we like, went to a new format. So. We went to a new yeah, format. Just let the people down. Yeah. We let the people yeah. down, man. <laughs> <laughs> let the people down. Well, we told you we'd come back with it, and this is a new episode in our, our Black Love series. We have two wonderful guests who are going to be talking to us about parenting mm-hmm. while black. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is dope for me because... You know, I, I think about this a lot. We always talk about how our parents are so influential to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that was very much the only side of parenting gotcha. um, yeah. that I, I got a lot. And my, you know, family in general. Uh, so I'm excited to hear like a dual, like just talk oh, about yeah. like a dual family, a dual parenting. Uh, I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I'm excited to like jump into to this with you guys, which I might as well let everybody know who these guys are. Mm-hmm. Say what's up to Angel. They already threw shade at us, so we might they as did. well. They did. They threw shade. That's, that's what I do. They threw shade. Listen, man, it feels right at home, man. Yeah. It feels right at home. We love the Somebody shade. Somebody listening to listeners, they're like, oh, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Angel Lakita Moore and Marcus Tanksley? What's going on, guys? Yeah, you said on? both of our names yeah. right. See, this see? is the first time. Nice. See, when it's two parents, Jaquise <laughs> get the names right. We're here to support you. Yeah, Jaquise, respect the parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You should have, I got the email. You should have seen me trying to pronounce your name the first time. I was like, Mm. <laughs> I'm you, gonna go to this meeting and come back. See, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would think people mispronounce my name wrong all the time, and honestly, it wasn't until I got to this podcast where I guess my mental faculties for pronouncing names just went away. Yeah. Well, uh, didn't it start at like that Black Panther table read it that did. you did, where yeah. you just mm. mispronounced that all just, those? Oh wow! All those Wakanda Seeing names. all those African names you just like, fucked yeah. my brain this? up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. I know the names and I can look at it and still can't say yeah. it. Like, and, this? and this was before the movie had came out. Yeah. So I'm looking like, oh, no. oh Coco? Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, man, that, that messed me up, dude. Right. No, I understand. Uh, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? How you man? guys doing? Going? Thank good. you for doing this. We've been trying to get this together for a while. I'm so happy yeah. we're doing it. That's good to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's Let's talk about you guys for a little bit. Um, how long have you guys known each other? So, known each other, we met, what, in 2002. Okay. Wow. Was Some, yeah, something like it. Yeah, because yeah. I, gra- I had graduated from college. We've been, like, together for 14, married for 11. Okay. Mm, wow. Yeah. yeah. We got three boys. Three boys. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I know that life. Right? We have a, a nine-year-old and then three-year-old twins. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's okay. real. It's real. That's real. That's real. Dynamic right there. Yeah. Twins, wow. man. Uh, is that is that 
is that different at all? Do you think? I, I completely. Mean, Absolutely, it is. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people always say, "Oh, I wish I had twins." I'm like, no, you don't. I'm like, you make bad life choices. Yeah. If that's what you want in life. Right. You make bad life choices. You have bad taste and interest, is what you. Yeah. <laughs> why do you guys? Why do you guys say that? Because my parents tried to raise my brother and I as twins. We're 15 months apart, mm-hmm. but they very much so were like, they're so close. We want them to be equal. So like, they gave us yeah. the same clothes. They gave us the same every like oh, on my, my birthday. Yeah, no, my he mom. got gifts and stuff like that, <laughs> and I was just like, "Why are they doing this?" Yeah, no. and they, we don't talk now. They so did like, that with me and my sister. We four years apart. <laughs> yeah, this is the same yeah, with me and mine. Like, <laughs> serious. Dressing, yeah, dress we up like amusement parks and saying like identical yeah. outfits and stuff. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's the the people are they love the novelty of it. It's, yeah. Cute, yeah, it's cute, but the practicality of it is the part that just will fuck you over really, really quickly. Mm. Like. Literally, I have two kids going through the terrible twos and terrible threes at the same time. Mm, like, yeah. who wants that in real life? That sounds awful. It yeah. does. Yeah. But people don't awful. think about that. They think about the cute ass outfits right. and the pictures and stuff. But what right. picture? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. You, you, worry about about a, you worry about a sweater with a random number on it. Right. Anyway, you got one of them's gonna be the asshole, whether it's at the same time or they flip flop. I would think you would want the one to, who's gonna be the asshole to be the asshole all the time, because at least you know what to expect. Yeah, but nah. no, they're not that nice. Nah, they're like they're high, not that they're nice like high five, it. like you got it this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just never know. They tag you in. I'm gonna WWE the superstars tagging yeah. in. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Now this weekend, we're gonna both hit that button real right, hard. Right. Real you know? hard. Right. Yeah, so no, people just like the cuteness of it, but it is, it's very different. I mean, we know because we raised one before they got here. We right. had a couple of yeah. years of him by ourselves, and he was the yeah, easiest. Six years of him. Was, uh, well, uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. He yeah. was a freaking angel. Yeah, <laughs> so sweet. Sweetest, quietest child. He spoiled us. Yeah. yeah. And then these two came along. Just one of them can be too much. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we got two. So, yeah, it's a completely different dynamic. Yeah. You know what I love? I'm loving this already because I don't have I don't have any kids. But one thing that bothers me so much about talking to parents is they all act like everything is peaches and cream and oh, like yeah, their they, kids are the nah. best kids ever. And, and that's one thing that I love <laughs> about, that's one thing I love about black parents because black parents going to keep it real with you. Yeah, but my <laughs> like, sucks. <laughs> no, and what, and what you do is when, when you hear people talk like that, Listen to them around a group of other parents. Yeah, then, the then things change. Oh, okay. Come out. Yeah. Then he's like, change. "Oh my God, Tyler, he's such a dick." I'll tell yeah. you what he did. He's like, "Oh, I thought Tyler was a little perfect angel." Right, <laughs> right, right. You yeah. know, nail Tyler and let the air out of your tires and keys your car. <laughs> oh, yeah, nail. He's you know? an ass. Yeah. I can't imagine what my grandma used to because I, I, my, I was my mom had me really young. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. Uh-huh. And there was a t- I was like around ten years old, and that's when I started hitting like. Oh, I'm going to be an asshole yeah. now. Oh, Lord. And I remember my girl. And this is what, this honestly is what flipped, because I was, I don't know, I was just angry or something. I don't know what was going on. But I heard my grandmother talking to my aunt and just like really sad, just saying like, I don't, I just don't know. Jackie has just been so mean lately. And <laughs> and no. like, it's been hurtful. And I just don't know why he's doing it. And it like hurt me. And I was like, yeah. oh, I need to change. Uh-huh. And like, at a very young age, I was like, let me stop being an yeah. asshole on purpose to <laughs> right, right. my parents. Yeah, it was fun for a while. Yeah. 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 Just do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. That's what I feel like the twins are in right now, though. Mm. They're in, I'm an asshole on purpose. Because they don't have to be, but they are, you could tell they're making the choice. What's some of the choices that you've seen them make? 
Um, for instance, we have one that has learned how to lie masterfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like will literally look you in the face. I'm like, did you pee on yourself? No. Now he's got on a whole nother set of clothes. He done went and changed. <laughs> Right. He has changed clothes. Did you pee on yourself? No. Go get me the underwear you had on. He'll come back with his brother's underwear. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not your underwear. Y'all raising comedians, man. It's It's off the hook, man. (laughs) I mean, he'll take that lot and then he'll bring me. He'll finally get to the wet underwear. There was the other night he was literally trying to dry them off with his hands before he got to me. I was like, like, you're not gonna win this. But he was going he wasn't going out with a fight, pretty much. He was like, I will lie until you pop me upside yeah. my head pretty but much but why but why lie it's like were you was he in trouble for peeing in the underwear uh, absolutely because okay. he he was waiting until the last minute like they've been potty trained yeah they for know a they, they get up at, in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom and go back to bed so they completely potty trained at this yeah. point mm-hmm. but if he's into i don't know uh pj mask or something you know he's yeah. like i'm just gonna set this out and, and just piss on <laughs> yeah, myself because we watching netflix ain't no tv commercial ain't <laughs> yeah. no commercials we good right like, and as soon as uh <laughs> this goes off i'll go and change clothes and they'll never know yeah that's so funny man that's so and he, he completely be matching too like he can dress right like, <laughs> yeah like he coordination does a good job. <laughs> like you're like y'all mad, but that's a tight that's a tight outfit. That's right, a real pretty, tight much. Outfit. <laughs> pretty much. Should have put much. this on first. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, I've never thought about that color scheme. Before. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I, this is something that I don't think I've asked anybody before, like parents at least. But we uh, grew up in a much different time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like comparing like when you grew up when you guys grew up with you know we still have VHS's and cassettes and like people went outside more and (laughs) and you know you didn't have I mean your your oldest is nine I don't know like your thoughts on this but there are some people who nine-year-olds got phones now and Mm -hmm. you know we Mm -hmm. was at the crib you know you you ain't you can't get a hold of me until I get back home I'll call my dad collect and just say what I had to tell him on the message real quick dad come pick me up from school I gotta go yeah (laughs) right exactly that's how it worked so what you know what do you how different is it raising kids in just today's society yeah. based on what you experienced like growing up and how you thought maybe before you even had kids like yeah. man when I have kids they ain't gonna have no phone no TV time they gonna go outside not saying they don't do that but yeah. like yeah what's yeah, the yeah, difference yeah. well it's uh they just so technology driven right now. Like yeah. we have a nine year old, we have to limit him to screen time because mm-hmm. that's like they will sit there. I tell them all the time, like, dude, you a freaking zombie. Yeah, like, he will, will literally watch YouTube, a video of someone playing a game that he might already own, but he'd rather watch them play it. Yeah, than for Is him, it Fortnite. No, he doesn't get the, now. See, I do. Yeah, she's I, strict on. I them. am very strict on video games. There is no like extreme violence. Okay. I'm like, what's the point? Like, mm-hmm. why are we rushing into this? Like, yeah. you got you got all your life to watch somebody cut someone's head off with a hat. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. Why we got to do it at nine years old? Yeah, we can true. wait. And I think, and I think, <laughs> I like that you saying it's not gonna happen. It's like it's gonna happen later. Yeah, yeah. oh, definitely. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's gonna, gonna happen, happen later. later. But know. we ain't got to rush into that. You right. gonna just have to wait. I don't care if everybody else play it. You ain't gonna yeah, he see. Knows. He knows. Like, so one of his friends playing. He's like, Nah, y'all can't play that. Because yeah. Mama's gonna tear. Yeah. She gonna yeah, like, light if, me if she up. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shit is different. Not to get on a tangent, but shit is different. Violent games. Because when we were growing up, when we were shorties, we had Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Dude, and stuff like that. Mortal Kombat was like the groundbreaker. It was like, what? You can pull somebody. Pull somebody's oh head off. Their whole spine up out of their back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Brett was like the first. There was nothing like that yeah. at all. Yeah. And now it was just like, you know, now that was too a match. Much. You had to fight for that. Right. It was like, I got to beat this dude. Now it's like 30 people you just slaughtered. But then also, it looked terrible. <laughs> right. Like yeah, now, yeah, it shit yeah, looks real. real. No, it yeah. looks like, oh my God, it was you like, just yeah. went to combat. Like you are in the army in the yeah. middle of a war and you didn't put a hole in somebody's yeah. head. Yeah. I'm Even back then, that. it looked terrible. Like, it yeah. was like, but it don't matter though. You know, it's you like. <laughs> Yeah, now yeah. it's very, uh, it, it's just too graphic, too real. And th- what I know is that once your innocence is gone, you can't get it back. There ain't nothing you can do to get it back. So mm-hmm. I'd rather him mm-hmm. have it for as long as possible. I might be babying him. Oh, well. But, yeah, I'm just, and he knows that I don't care what everybody else is doing. He'll be All like, right. such and such. I don't care. Yeah. His, yeah. I don't care what they're doing. Is she? Is his mama feeding you? No. So mm-hmm. you can shut oh, that up. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that way too many times. Yeah. But then I'll, I'll, sh- I'll shock him every now and then. Like this past weekend, I was doing some work in the backyard, and I'm like, turn your tablet off. Come on out here with me. It's like we when we were kids, we got in trouble for staying outside too long and too much. Like, yeah. It'd be blazing hot, like dangerous, like heat advisory on the news. We outside mm-hmm. playing. Playing, yeah. Freezing cold. We outside playing. Mm-hmm. Playing in the rain. We got in deep shit yeah. for playing in the rain. That's what we did. We stayed outside. These kids, is like they step outside, they're almost like hissing at the sun. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll Who turned up. the light up yeah, to high? Right. Right. <laughs> Turn the brightness down. Heat coming out of the sky. Yeah. But uh, I'll, every now and like it's past weekend, I'll pull him in, and it's like I just sat in there watching. I'm like, I failed my son because he's like all delicate, like doing stuff. I'm like, man, get rough with it. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like the stuff that I have him doing, I used to think it was fun. Like my yeah. dad, my uncles, they would pull me in, like, oh yeah, help me do this, and I'm like, yes, yeah. I get to wear gloves and get dirty on purpose. You know, yeah, but they, they they see it as an actual chore now. Shit was easy, or shit was not as easy uh, to to get. Uh, like this is something that we all have heard, but. Even, you know, now you can if you want to hear a song and just have a playlist, you jump on Spotify, Apple right. Music. Yeah. You got a whole playlist, it's there. You right. can listen to whatever. A record store? Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. Flipping dude. through every you know every yeah. Christmas. You picking up picking out a CD. Yeah. Or if yeah. you want to make a mixtape, you gotta wait for it to come on the radio. Like yeah. you don't work for yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We and would, uh, we would pay this girl a dollar. Her name was Felicia. We pay her a dollar, she'd make any CD you want. Yeah. But we had to wait like two weeks for her to like download all the stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta wait for her to get that AOL disc. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I remember court, uh, recording stuff off the radio with a tape deck. Just like, as soon as your song come on, you press record right. on the radio. Mm-hmm. That ages me, I know, but I'm just like, that's what we did. <laughs> no, now you can just type in any song yeah. and it'll it's show up. voice command. Look type up. It, yeah. Yeah. Look up so and so and it just pulls it up. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything that you guys grew up with that you, uh, that you wish your kids were growing up with. Because, look, whenever I have kids, there's going to be some things, and I'm like, I'm glad that shit is different now. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but but there are some things that I'm also like, yeah, man, yeah, you I, you'll never experience yeah. this, you know? Yeah. You know, he doesn't get the chance to, like, really play with neighborhood kids. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. we did that a lot growing up. And in our old house, we just recently moved. There was, like, one neighborhood kid that he was able to play with a lot. But now I, I get why my husband gets upset that he doesn't go outside and play more. But he really don't have the yeah. any options. It's, it's easier when there's other kids around to go outside and play. Now he doesn't have that option as much. At the yeah. old house, they, they started to create a little... You know, little, 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 yeah, click of kids. It was mm-hmm. like, where are all these kids coming from? But I liked it. They'd be out in the, you know, in the cul-de-sac playing, playing and stuff. I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah, that's what it's about. Do you but feel it, like urban sprawl and stuff like that has kind of taken away those options or like... 
Well, you know, we transplants to California. Yeah, so where are you guys from? Where we were both, he's born and raised in Kentucky. I was yeah. born in Baltimore, oh, wow. raised in Kentucky. Okay. So it, it was just different. Like, it was very suburban. And granted, the valley where we live in now is suburban, but it's a little different. It's different. And you, just, and you, didn't, you didn't grow up around these people. So I don't be trusting folk. Like, mm, yeah. I, like my mother might have trusted people yeah. with or what, the way he was around most of his relatives. Yeah, it was like our relatives. So, like, yeah. it was in the community. Nobody locked their doors, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. You could just walk in anybody's house the same on the flip side of that anybody can whoop your ass if you're doing it wrong exactly yeah. right but it was like all family from my neighbors yeah. and yeah. i hated so it mm-hmm. he said and i hated it i hated it now you got to oh, yep. face it again yep. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> your mom yeah. like, i just got off the phone with so and so yeah like, oh, damn here it comes round two right they called you too you know, one thing that's crazy that, you know, like going out and playing with your friends, right? Which yeah. I feel like is something I never, I'm not a kid anymore, so maybe that still happens. But I feel like nowadays with kids, you don't have to go out to play with your kids. You can just jump on FaceTime or if yeah. you're on yeah. a oh, video yeah. game, yeah, you're there on your headset. Yeah. Or So the ac- the access to your friends is so much quicker and easier right. from yeah. the comfort of your couch right. where... You know, if your boys and your and your friends and stuff outside playing and you sitting on the couch, you up there like, man, I'm bored and all my friends out there playing, yeah. they leave yeah. me no, behind. No, that's true. That's right. a fact. You know, yeah. and now that, you know, you ain't got yeah. to worry about that. Yeah, because yeah, that was our thing. Like, as soon as we, you got to rush to finish your homework just so you go outside and play. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm trying to get outside. You hear them out there playing and screaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody just got a home run. I got to hear them. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, now it's not a punishment to say you got to stay in the house. He's like, okay, well, I'm just going right. to get on this tablet <laughs> yeah. on this Nintendo Switch. Yeah, punishments must be harder now, man. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. You got to. You have to basically put them in the Stone Ages and take away every turn yeah. off. You can't use the light switch. You can only use matches. Like you got to pretty much take away all technology in order for it to feel like a punishment. Can I? So one time I got punished. I was about thirteen or so, and my mom took away my TV. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is something I'm sure parents are happier today. My mom took away my TV. Now, mind you, I was thirteen uh, twenty years ago. So it was a big ass tube TV. <laughs> but she had to pick that TV up and carry it out. Now, now a thirty-two inch TV, yeah, you can pick it up with one yeah. hand yeah. and like take, take it, it off the wall. Snatch yeah. it off the wall, yeah. No, that or you was... could just take the plug, or just, just take the plug. Pull the plug yeah. out. You're gonna have to look at this TV and know you can't turn it on. Yeah, that's what my mom would do. She would take yeah. away the plug. But I was gonna ask you all this: is my mom would have difficulty doing stuff like that because she would do it, but then she wouldn't know how to install it back. <laughs> <laughs> so she would, yeah, boy. Yeah, so yeah. she would have to ask me. So do you ever feel like your son is like more tech savvy than you guys? So you're just like, are we? can we stop him? Or does he like know all the stuff? To, like... uh, not, probably not with her. With me, he's getting there. Because mm. like, he'll be looking up stuff. I'm just like, well, ha- you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's definitely going he's going to surpass us and it's very frustrating because mm. like i won't play video games with him now because he will whoop me so bad and i'm mm-hmm. like what you're not about to do is kill my self-esteem it's yeah. what you're not about mm-hmm. to do See, on that front i can still hang just a little bit i can still hang with him because i have a little more experience than she does yeah. in video games so and i'm still holding on to that because uh, xbox still got mortal Kombat. so i'm like <laughs> yeah. you, i don't care how good you are you will never <laughs> yeah, ever no. be able to beat me with scorpion <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. Like, 
Yo, Dex, pick somebody yeah, else from Scorpion. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he says it. No, you pick somebody else. You pick Scorpion, I still got you. <laughs> Gonna get all up in you. <laughs> but no, you could definitely feel the tide turning. Like, I remember used to, uh, I still get frustrated with my mom when she can't work things right. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I can feel me becoming the mom that she But that's that a little different because your mom's a computer programmer. <laughs> and she's just the, the worst. Just can't even. She's like, I can't type on this phone using my thumbs. I just can't. So she's over here just pecking at it. And I can feel me slowly becoming that mom to my son. And it tears me apart. I'm going to take classes. I'm not going to go out without a fight. (laughs) I feel you. Don't go down. Don't go down like that. We need you. We need you. We need you. Uh, Well, speaking of that then, uh, like, is it? All right. So obviously we all have had parents and stuff like that. And when you guys became parents, was there things that you wanted to change? Like, yo, my mom used to do this. My dad used to do this. I don't want to do this with my kids. Because uh, we've had this conversation, uh, mm-hmm. like about spankings, for instance. And I don't want to do it. I'm yeah. on the I don't want to do it side. But then with my little brother, I did spank the shit out of him a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you have kids as of yet? You not don't have yet, a kid. Not yet. Okay. Uh, but like, I think about it where I'm just like, I don't know if I can't. Like, I don't know. Because my parents were, they were Haitian, so they would go wild. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild, yeah. wild. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about anything that was within range. That's what you I was getting did. beat with. Right, right. And so then I think, I don't know if I could do that, but then I also do know that it is a very powerful deterrent. Like, Yeah, it, yeah. it really is. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. Uh, coming up, like my dad, because I, I never knew him, but my grandfather on my dad's side, he, apparently he was really strict. So that mm. carried over to my dad. So when we was coming up as kids, my dad was kind of strict. Not kind of. My daddy was strict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but as I got older and, you know, learned the culture and the background and everything, I understood why why his dad was strict yeah. and why he was strict because it was like a culture that they were, yeah. putting, like, you know, black men were going through a we lot. Going through mm-hmm. a lot at Granted, we're still going through a lot. That's a good point. So I feel he didn't have to be as strict as he was, but now I feel like I know I don't have to be as strict on my kids as he was on us because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if it's that juice that was passed down, but I was telling Angel, I was like, I have that daddy voice now. It's just like, hey. You know, and everybody stops and they freeze. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what do we tell you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's rarely like the, our oldest son, we never, ever, like, we I can count on one hand him. how many times I had to, I've had to spank him literally in nine years. Now, these twins, I've literally, <laughs> I've lost count. I have yeah. lost count. I'm like, again, like, yeah. I don't want to have to keep spanking y'all. <laughs> yeah. At so the now, turn might, of the new year, I was getting in that ass. Yeah, they were just yeah. every day. Because she always mm-hmm. said, oh, you ain't going to be able to, you think you're going to be tough. You ain't going to be able to spank your boys. I'm like, all right. And then she said, yeah, it's real easy to spank these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was the first one to turn to him. It wasn't even uh, me. It was her. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the nine-year-old still gets spankings from me. Not very often, but I can I can count on more than hands than you can of him, yeah. how many times I've had to tear into him. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the big things, my mother, I was raised by a single mom, and so she worked so much. So she really wasn't, like, involved in, like, the school stuff. So you would, I would be at school and other people parents would come like their moms would volunteer Mm -hmm. and I wanted that so bad so I am like the classroom mom for my son my son expects to see me and I work but if I'm not working I'm at his school like I'm there so that was a big thing that I wanted to change because I know at least for me I I don't it's not that I felt some type of way because I understood that my mom had to do what she had to do so but 
I could tell that that child that had their parent there was experiencing something different than I was experiencing Mm -hmm. in the way the teachers even treated them because the teachers depended on the parent because they did so much volunteer work. So that was like a huge thing for me. So everybody at that school know me from the janitor Mm. all the way up to the principal, all the kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not everybody. Yeah, I am that mama. I'm I'm Angel's husband at the school. (laughs) Your Angel's husband has a name. It's the same as our oldest son, but they still don't even yeah. know that. It's like it's just the same, it's the same name. They're like, oh, really? Yeah. We'll just name, go with it. Oh, it's just easier to re- second. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's still easier just to remember you as Angel's husband. We're yeah, not, we're not gonna put the name. So that was a big thing for me that I was I think like, that's cool though, man. Like, I, you know, yeah, I mean, and and you know, you'll get this stereotypical kid that. uh says, oh, I wish my mom or dad wouldn't be in school as much and things like that. Mm. But I think as they get older, you know, because when we were kids, we don't know as much. Mm. And then you start to appreciate your parents a lot yeah. when you get older, right? Mm. Uh, I think especially, maybe your oldest son already knows this, but once he hears, yo, I never had this, so yeah. this is what I'm giving to you. And as he gets older and starts to, he'll, he'll, he'll appreciate, appreciate that so much. Oh, yeah, he loves it. Like, he, oh, that's great. oh he loves, anytime he sees me walk into the classroom, he's just like, oh, mommy, like, he's very, he's a, you know. mama's he, boy? Oh, yes. All three of them. God dang it. They are yeah, like flies to shit when it comes to me. They cannot get enough yeah. of me. But no, it makes him feel more comfortable and I guess safer at the school just because it doesn't feel like it's that much of a detachment from home. Yeah. Be- mm-hmm. And not that it's not that I'm up there every single day, but I'm up there enough that, you know, it doesn't seem like, well, I'm on my own until I get home. It's like, nah, my mama is just a phone call away. Like, literally, yeah. she, she'll she be here in five minutes, and we live 30 minutes away. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. So, no, he's all about... I think when he gets older, he might be like, hey, yeah. I need you yeah. to chill out with all this. But right now, he's into it. Oh, he loves it. He lo- loves every bit of it. That's great. That's so, great. I want to ask you guys something that's a little bit silly, but I'll do so after the break. Uh, so we're back. Uh, this is something that I've joked about with my friends a lot. Again, I'm, you know, a very immature person. I haven't lived this yet. But I always joke that, like, one of the worst things that my kids could ever do to me is, like, the Big Bang Theory. Like, have, like, really, really <laughs> bad taste. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys aren't going through this with, like, your three-year-olds. But, like, maybe with your nine-year-old, are you guys starting to, like, see his taste develop and see the kind of things that he likes? Yeah. And how much do you guys want to influence that? I actually had a discussion with him uh Actually, this is probably a couple of months ago about mm-hmm. his interest, you know, the mm-hmm. type of things he's into without mm-hmm. supporting me. And I just let him know. I said, it won't be staring at someone else playing a video game. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't care what you want to get into. I don't care if it's tennis. I don't care if it's building stuff. Because I, I, I was always a very hands-on child. Like, mm-hmm. I was taking stuff apart, putting it back together. Mm-hmm. I still do it now. Right. So I'm just like, well, why don't you get into that? Like, I, you remember the race car, like yeah. the Hot Wheel race car tracks mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. in the day? I went and found mine. Nice. Pulled it out. We were building the race car track. He got into it for a split second. As soon as, you know, they don't always work right. So as soon as that happens, 
you know, his interest he falls gets away. frustrated, yeah. Yeah, so he's just like, this tablet always works. I can always wipe people. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I feel he, he's still developing that, you know, mm-hmm. what he's in. But I did let him know. I said, I'll support you. I'll do whatever you want to. Like, I got on bikes and stuff. I'm like, you want to go riding? Mm-hmm. Anything you want to get into, I'm going to support you. That's but great. I'm going to need you to try a little harder at figuring out what it is that you like other yeah. than just staring at these tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, it's like I – I see what he's into because I'm like, if you're into games, I said, design them. Mm. You know, I said, that's going to be, you got to have a love for it. You got to have a love for building a game because it's not just going to be sitting around playing video games. Absolutely. However, if you're going to start maybe a vlog or something reviewing games, that's something completely different Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's a future in that. You know, like a critic. You you don't do it, but you just judge other people that do it. You know? (laughs) So, I mean. I mean, for for me, the thing that just makes me go uh, is his style. He, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, nine y'all. Look, like this know, nine years old. Give this boy a chance. Give this boy a chance. Nine is almost ten. You supposed to have way be there already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I let him pick out his clothes, but then I have to like edit it. Like if it's yeah. <laughs> if it's wrong, I'm like, nah, you ain't. Like yeah, I'm like, like, you outgrew those pants two years ago. And, Why the, are you putting and them he'll on? be like, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, no, I can't. You can't feel the wind going past your ankles. Like, you have to. <laughs> yo, yo, that's a big floods. thing with black parents, man. Yo, you flooding, boy. Go get yeah. some. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, like, yeah. making sure that, like, I'm like, come on, let's do, like, a color palette. Like, you can't, we ain't just grabbing every single color up out <laughs> yeah. of these drawers. Any color, wrinkle. <sighs> it's it's just, like, and he, I, I mean, I do slack on cutting their hair. But uh, when his yes, hair is he cut. does. He be forgetting to cut. The, it's been like a month. I'm it like, ain't been no month. it has. But it was like when I do get his hair cut, I'm <laughs> like, dude, I cut your hair. It looks fly. Brush it. Mm, like, yeah, yeah. Don't KD him, it. I, don't yeah, KD I'm, it. I'm like, if you ain't gonna keep your hair looking nice when it's cut, I'm gonna just do it like mine. Oh, that way we go. ain't gotta worry about it. I, I, I did. I didn't Nothing shave it. I didn't shave it all the way down, but I did cut it down. He was sitting there with tears in his eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I told you to take care of your hair. This is the penalty right here, dude. <laughs> Y'all wrong for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that that's like those videos where the punishment is they take the kid to the barbershop <laughs> and give him like the George Jefferson. Yes. Toss <laughs> the sack on the head. Yeah. You ain't gonna have me sitting there and cutting your hair. You all specific about what you want now, and then mm-hmm. just let it go. Like, yeah. nah, no, I know something right. you can let go. It's a straight up one across the scalp. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Straight one, baby. <laughs> straight I just, one. I do. I just want him to care just a twinge bit mm, more okay. about his appearance, or like feel good when he's dressed like nice. He he just has no no type of feeling towards it right now, yeah. and it is. Mm-hmm. Killing my like socks. Like I think he had on one of my socks that was worn out one day. I was like, that thing ain't even touching your ankle nowhere. Why do you have that sock? <laughs> he on? doesn't care. No, my, I mean, my baby. He is the most compassionate. He has the best heart of any human being I've he ever really met. Does. So, like, I try not to be too hard on it, but I'm like, oh, it would be so nice if you were fly as well as compassionate. Well, don't you want both? Don't you like, want both? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yo, know, he he funny. needs to find somebody who he will want to impress first. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what his daddy said. Yeah. That's what that's, that's what his way. For when he finds that person, he want to impress him. Ain't gonna be like, oh, yeah, gotta, thank gotta you. go and yeah. put on a little bit more clothes and can't be as ring. Let me put some creases in these jeans. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because when he's flying, it's undeniable. Like oh, everybody notices. Gorgeous. It's like, yeah. oh my god, your son's so beautiful. Like that's little friend. Oh, Marcus, you look so nice. Like. 
like, don't that feel good? He was yeah. like, yeah. Then he'd go right back to <laughs> being two smaggity. buttons off on his shirt. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my baby. <laughs> Have you guys uh, started sharing, like, your favorite, like, movies or music or, or any of that with your kids? And do you, like, see that resonate at all? Like, what's that's the thing that I'm, like, I dream about. Like, yeah. I dream about sitting my kids down and watching Children of Men with them. And stuff Good like Lord. that. Oh, look, I'm a fucking nerd. I'm a nerd. I was like, I was like oh, oh, that took yeah. a turn. I wasn't I expecting. I can't watch to watch Home Alone or something with my kids. You know? <laughs> my kids is going to watch fucking Apocalypse Now when they feel <laughs> But, like, uh, how, what's that experience like? I'm like, sharing uh, they, something from They do the music about. thing. Him and the, the kids and the mom, they do the music thing. I, the I get into the movies because mm-hmm. it's like, it's a couple of their movies, like, Hotel Transylvania, like that's my ish right there. Oh, all, all, all three of it's them, pretty like, good. I yeah, seen the like, third no. one. I was pleasantly surprised saw, with the first one. I saw just a little bit of the third one. I'm like, that's my shit too. Yeah. I was in the gym. I stopped what I was doing to show the preview. I was like, they got a three out. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. I took yeah. them to see it. It's a good one. Yeah, but uh, like, like I like she'll she gets more chance, so she'll take it to the movies. But if it's something that he's interested in, he'll like, hey, let's, let's I want to go see this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting seeing them, seeing them get into the movies. But right now, they're just into the shows. It ain't too much of the movies because mm, it'll Netflix. be something where it's like he's seen mm-hmm. it before. You have to force him to watch it again. Then he mm. gets into it. It's like, you want to watch it? Oh, I've already seen it. But you don't watch it again? No. So I'll put it on anyway. And then he's like hooked. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The thing that he gets into with his dad, they will sit, They can watch like a National Geographic show together. Yeah. Oh, and wow. both be like deep into it. Yeah, like nice. Especially about animals. Tight. Yeah, animals it, and uh, astronomy. Like, yes, it's crazy because my son will drop knowledge on me. And there was one time I was like, "Boy, you don't know what you're talking about." And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my god, he, he knows did. what he's talking about." <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did you admit it to him? Uh, I probably didn't. <laughs> and, I, and I probably didn't need to because he was convinced that I was wrong. Right. So it was just right. like. <laughs> That's how it was with my dad. He went back like, in the crib and was like, yeah. she going to find out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she walked off. He was shaking his head like, she don't know. But that's how it was with my dad. Like That's how we did was watch it. What was that show called? Was it Natural One? World of Wild Things? I don't know. One Something canceled. To- Yes, yeah, it was canceled thirty years ago. But that's how we do is watch National Geographic. So that the fact that he's into like has the science mind is like okay, that's a little that's, that's me right there. Like because mm-hmm. I'm nice. in, into all, anything science, I'm like gonna be all about. Oh, that's so tight. And music wise, he has the same taste as me. So like, rant. I, no, not just he does like and yeah ratchet. he does like yeah. trap music yes oh, but he he be getting out with that yeah trap. oh yeah 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 the clean version but he uh, also loves yeah, the clean version clean version until yeah. she forget and it's just playing I'm like really angel and I'm like these are adult words you can't say them uh-huh, um, uh-huh. but he also loves Stevie Wonder he's oh, wow. into Michael Jackson like yeah. uh, so like he because I hate like the newer like newer trap music so mm-hmm. when he's in with me that's how I was listening to his old school oh nice like I got on like she said Stevie Wonder I got on Curtis Mayfield mm-hmm. Al Green I was so, like this is what so we dope. ride to right yeah. now <laughs> that's one thing I appreciated about my mom growing up is and and this, it was the same for me with TV but now I appreciate it like I just pretty much watch whatever was on and I can watch my own stuff mm-hmm. but I got an appreciation watching like Three's Company and yeah. uh, All yeah. in the Family Sanford and the Jeffersons and, and like all yeah. those shows back in the day. And then also like the Martins, the Fresh Princess and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But with music, my mom, uh, she's very eclectic musically uh, as far as what she listens to. But it was it's jazz and Sade and mm-hmm. Anita Baker yeah. and yeah. like, you know, and all my friends in, in my mind, because as kids, you think all your friends are listening to the new cool shit, but they right. listen to the same shit their parents are listening right. to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But in my mind, they all listening to the radio and I'm like, Ugh. 
How many times we're going to have to listen to Smooth Operator? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now, I love that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you know, like, uh, some Steely Dan came on the other day, or like a few months ago, and I knew a little bit about him, but like, as soon as I heard it was Black Cow, and I was like, mm. oh, man. I yeah. feel like I'm in the car with my mama right yeah. now. Like, I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. 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 No, it's great. Like, I literally had on Anika ba- Anita Baker making the kids listen to her. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know where we were going. And I know they got to hear the same song three times because I surely had it on loop. I was like, one more time. I love saying yeah. my love. Let's play it again. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. And he'll learn a song quickly. He obviously loves Beyonce because he doesn't want me to give him up for adoption. So, like, it, and they it's love ridiculous. to sing. No, it's not. It's it the truth. Um, he loves. <laughs> to sing with me so like that stuff is like nice because I'm a performer and the fact that I have a performing child like we they have a talent show in April we learned his song in the summer of this year (laughs) 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 the talent show until next year next April (laughs) what song is what song is he gonna do we're doing it's called Good Morning by um um, uh, what is that man's name? It's some white guy. It's a really like <laughs> it's some white guy, but it's called Good Morning. I heard it at the in the gym. He uh uses like some like uh gospel choir behind it, but like it's like very like upbeat, and my son loves it. And I was like, I knew you would like this song. What is, is it that? newer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it it came cool. out this year. It's uh. I'm thinking Good Morning by Kanye or something. No, <laughs> like it's by Max Frost. That's okay. his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he learned the song. It has a reference to the Beatles in there. He don't know who the Beatles are, but he learned. <laughs> he gonna learn. Yeah. He gonna learn. He gonna learn like today. My, my dad, he he was into like everything I listened to, but he was also into classical music. Oh, so oh, we okay. that's around. dope. He was listening to like Tchaikovsky and Beethoven and stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. like, what is this dude doing? He'd have his little sticks and doing all that. And it was like the uh, what's it called? Being the conductor. The conductor. Uh, Your dad like, would do that. Yeah, yeah. He's do it all the time. You know, not a conductor. Blasted on on Saturday morning. I'm like. Cut that shit off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your dad a black man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, dude. Because we think, yeah. as growing up especially, like classical music, black people don't listen to classical music. Nah, yeah, they do. That was normal. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, thought, I thought do. everybody, I was like, apparently, every, every, all people's parents are listening to this yeah. on the weekend. Because he told me from a young kid, he was like, I don't care what nobody tell you. Don't let them tell you that Beethoven wasn't black. I was like, what? <laughs> no. I believe And I found out, like, I was reading, so I completely erased that from my mind. I was reading something like two years ago. I was like, I'd be damned. Is Beethoven black for real? Yes. Really? Yes. Man, Beethoven you got who? me going on Wikipedia Man, right now, on. my dude. You you got got Everybody in this damn studio up. picked up their phone real quick. <laughs> is he talking about the right Beethoven? Listen, I used to play. Ludwig he talking, is he talking about the dog? Because the dog? Yeah, the dog. Nah, the dog, the dog was wasn't out then. <laughs> the dog wasn't out then. Uh, uh, listen. That's great. Listen, I couldn't look him up because I don't remember how to spell his name. I, I was know. like, bad. I just had to do B E E T like, and yeah. just hoped it came up. <laughs> I don't correct this. Now. Right. Oh, yes, yeah, right. he looked he look good and white, Mark. No, on there he does. Do some research. Of course All he right. looked good and white on there. Well, All he right. was German. All right. I think your daddy was talking about a different nah, Beethoven. <laughs> your dad was listening to Beethoven from the hood. Beethoven <laughs> Jenkins. Go, 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 go deep into your research. I'll go I deep. deep. Right. I'm deep right, right now. Some homework. He said, I'm going deep right now. Well, I really am. I really am. I mean, one thing came I up. They, Beethoven, Black Theory, new website claims Beethoven was African. Uh, I, you know what? Listen. There is no record of his birth. Listen. There's no there, record. Look, there hey, you go. They done stole more than that. I was going to say, black <laughs> people have been known to steal yeah. a little bit more. Uh, Stealing an identity wasn't that hard no, right? for them yeah. uh, back in the day. Yeah. 
same with the light bulb. He said, don't believe what they done taught you, boy. See? I love that's that. A, that's a black parent for you. Uh, okay. So, speaking of black parents, you guys are two black parents. Uh, one thing that I've loved about our podcast in general, uh, classical music, is this idea that all black people aren't the same, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys are parents first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not black parents, you're parents. Right. Uh, you're raising uh, children. Uh, however, society does remind us all the time that yeah. we are black people as well, right? Um, one question that I want to ask, because I grew up in a neighborhood around a lot of black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in Los Angeles. It was very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, do Are your kids and are you guys like in white spaces uh, where they go to like a school with... Uh, more than just black people and things like that. Yes, okay. um, because we live in the San Fernando Valley. Okay, like when, being around a bunch of black people is something that you have to artificially create. It's not something mm-hmm. that you yeah. will just happen upon. Yeah. yeah, and it's a lot of black people in the valley. There, are, there is, are a lot. Just We're just spread, spread out. out. Just spread out. It's spread yeah. out. There's yeah. no like black communities. Right. So for his schooling, I was very diligent in finding a diverse school where he would not be the only black person, mm-hmm. but uh, as they call it, windows and mirrors. I wanted him to be able to look out into the world and see other people while also seeing reflections of himself. Okay. So, I like that. So like um, yeah. I was able to find a school, like the only school um, that that was possible at. Uh, mm-hmm. So he goes to school all the way out. And, um, he, he gets bussed into Bel Air to a, um, a magnet school. Okay. He's that, going to school in Bel Air? Mm-hmm. Fresh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince in Bel Air. Yes. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's a public school. And like literally, I would go on stu- school tours when um, before he entered kindergarten counting black kids. That's what I would do. Like that was, <laughs> that was, that yeah. was, I was like, I can look up the academics. I don't have to come here to see the academics. I'm trying to see what your student population really look like in yeah. your teacher population. And, you know, luckily his school had a black principal. Um, oh, wow. He's already yeah. had two black teachers since he's been there, an Asian teacher, a male teacher. And in his class right now, there are four or five other black boys, two or three other black girls, along with a plethora uh, but, of yeah, it's so everything I mean, else. You're going to mm. see Asian. You're going to see every single thing you could possibly think of mm-hmm. Lebanese it's like everything that's, how, that's <laughs> yeah. healthy yeah, that's yeah. Great. Definitely, yeah definitely absolutely that's great yeah. and I, I would imagine too that it, it, it forces you guys to raise uh like you know you grew up in Harlem when you were a kid so I'm guessing you were around a lot of black people as I was well. I was I, I grew up in I went to school in the Bronx so I was definitely around a ton of black yeah people. I grew up mm-hmm. in the south side of Chicago so I was yeah. around a lot of black people and so that was something that my parents never, my Even family never had to yeah, no, deal with. This yeah. is not only you know, yeah, we were black, but like also saying, all right, you are now in other spaces as well, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, no, I didn't cross my parents' mind, right? Like, yeah, well, did you guys grow up in mostly black communities growing up? And if you did or didn't, like how how have you found navigating that yeah. for your for your kids? Um, I did. Um, like my school, especially my high school, it was heavily populated with uh, black. But it wasn't an all black. <laughs> no, it school. wasn't all black. Like, it wasn't even majority exist. black. It's just yeah. the ones that were there. We were you vibrant. Were there. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all yeah. were tight, right? Y'all yeah, were and it wasn't even like a small. It wasn't a small group. I say probably sixty forty. Mm-hmm. Like it was, yeah. it was pretty heavy, heavily uh, black. But like. Summer times when I was stay out at my granny's, it was like all my cousins. Mm-hmm. However, all my cousins went to like their 
uh, oh, Scott, school, yes, yeah, in, predominantly in, white. Yeah, in very uh, much so in Georgetown, Kentucky, it was yeah they were predominantly white. Like they mm. were a few specks. Anybody black they were friends with, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a lot of them. Right. To where me, polar opposite, I'm in a large, little bit larger city in Lexington, and it's like it's just I grew up around our neighborhood. It was a bunch of black people, and that's just what it was. So, see, going through what we go through now is just like. Yeah, making sure our son gets that a little bit of that same thing. Like she said, windows and mirrors is like, we want you to have your white friends. We want you to have your black friends. We want you whoever. Be friends with any and everybody. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't box yourself in. Because we didn't. We were just, that was just, you know, where we were at the time. We didn't yeah. think twice about product, race or anything yeah. like that. Because I just went to my 20-year class reunion this past <laughs> weekend. And I was looking at my best friend, who's black. We went to high school together. And I was like. We went to school with a lot of white people. <laughs> she was like, yeah, there was a lot of Caucasians, a lot of people of European descent. Because there was like literally only five black people at the reunion and everybody else was white. Wow. I was like, I mean, there's a lot of them. And they all remembered us. And I remembered a lot of them. They didn't age as well as I did. So I did not. Uh... <laughs> Look at that shade. Look at that shade. It's you know, they didn't age as well. That's a nice little drop. <laughs> they, 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 not everybody aged as well. So some people I didn't recognize. So, but I had, luckily, I grew up with the mom who she feels comfortable in every situation. My mother is a minister. She preached at a church here in California in Torrance, all Chinese. She barely speaks English well, much less Chinese. And you would have thought my mother knew Baltimore accent. (laughs) (laughs) Some of her words are completely made up. Completely. (laughs) She literally preached at this church. They had an interpreter. And you would have thought my mother knew what he was saying and knew what everybody else was saying, the way she was just up in there. Oh, wow. And that is what I feel like I grew up with where, yes, I love being around my people. Like, absolutely love it. I love being around a bunch of black people, especially a bunch of black women. But I could be in a room full of people and with no one who looks like me, no one who grew up the way I grew up and still be completely comfortable in my skin and um, be comfortable and be able to have a good time and not feel like, Oh God, I've got to represent the entire black race while I'm here. That's a marketable skill. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm grateful. That's probably one of the biggest things my mother ever like gave me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping, and I feel like my son has the same thing. I, he Mm -hmm. is now aware. I think we've made him aware that he is a Brown boy, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like that influences how he makes friends, who he makes friends right, with, right. or how he yeah. operates in his day-to-day life. All right, so I got something I want to ask you guys then, uh, to that point. But I want to ask y'all right after this break. We'll be back, y'all. back now you were talking angel about the ability to you know not letting the fact that he is a black or brown person a black person in this world affect how he navigates Uh it right do you feel because at some point right somebody's gonna make they make us all know we black (laughs) they make us all know Mm -hmm. we black so have you guys had to have especially in you know, this is something we've had to deal with all our lives, but with the rise of social media, uh, 
you know, it's very easy to find out about like the Trayvon Martins and like mm-hmm. oh, all yeah. these people that mm-hmm. could, and it, and yeah. it, it comes at us so instantly now. Or like yeah. what happened with that kid recently? Or what who, happened with that kid? Yeah, uh, grazed the young woman at oh, the yeah. store, mm-hmm. and then right. she, she accused him of sexually assaulting. Right, right. Yeah. right. Have you guys ever have you yet had to have? Uh, or is that even something that is not a yet thing? It's just like, yo, you're black and you need to know these type of things. Have you had to have those type of conversations yet with? No, um, it wasn't that we, that we had to have. We definitely had it. Mm. Yeah. We already mm-hmm. had that conversation. Um, just letting him know basically the ugly side of the world. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, people like you, you view yourself, you have friends that are a multitude of different races and colors and stuff, which is great. I was like, however, everybody doesn't think as freely. Some people are pretty stupid and ignorant when it comes mm-hmm. to race. Mm-hmm. Like when they see you, they see you as a threat. Some some people will see you as a threat. Mm-hmm. Like I, we, I just put it on the table just like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing that you're doing wrong. It's they're completely a hundred percent in the wrong. So you have to conduct yourself accordingly. You yeah. know, and that's it. Unfortunately, because a lot of people, um, I was telling. We get in discussion, especially on our podcast, when we were trying to explain to people, you know, what it's like to be black in America and the whole white privilege thing. Mm -hmm. And when they don't understand, that's one of the uh, things that we bring up is like, this is a conversation that you don't have to have with your children. If you're not a a black person in America. It's like people with mixed kids, like if you have a white parent that has a mixed child. Mm-hmm. They realize that they have to have that conversation with their mixed child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, but no, I've definitely we've had that conversation. We we don't put him in the media and let him see everything that's going on, right. but we definitely let it be known, and he's aware of the type of things that can happen. Yeah. And do happen, you know. Throughout. I think it's just something healthy for a child. I mean, it's unfortunate, but. There's a reality that, yes, he has been aware of probably a lot younger than what his non-black friends or classmates will know about. But, like, we put him in. He's in a black algebra camp during the summer, a cultural-based algebra camp. That is the tightest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's dope. (laughs) It's dope as fuck. It is. When I tell you the stuff that he comes home knowing, I'm just like, how? Because Angel will come to me like, Marcus told me that pyramids have eight sides. And and I was like, 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 is that true? I'm like. How did he know that? She, and then she said, "Wait, like, that's true." I'm like, the saying, the same as above is below." That mm-hmm. came from ancient Kemet. Like yeah. pyramids have the same shape, top and bottom. Yeah. I'm so like, like, when did he learn that? This type of stuff they go over at the so cool. camp. They like, learn about HBCUs, black yes. inventors. Oh, that's so it's like the wokest thing I've ever seen in my life. It is. It and he is. likes it. You know, he, he likes loves going. it. He yeah. has to build a pyramid every year, write on a school, about a school every year. Go. Um, they, he's about to start going on college tours. So I say that to say that while we do make sure he has a reality of what's happening in, um, in our world when it comes to race relations, as far as in how others might treat us, he also gets the other side of the coin. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's not this whole thing of, you know, be careful while black. It's also, and also know that we are so dope. So that's kind of why these yeah. things are happening yes. is because mm-hmm. it's not just fear. There's a little bit of jealousy too of like mm-hmm. what greatness really looks like when it like takes off. 100%. So um, I, I, I'm hoping that that's like a healthy approach that because I don't feel like we ever, our parents ever sat down and had that talk. It was kind of no. like we grew up knowing this shit yeah. was happening. It was you know a what I'm saying? shock to us. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for him, growing up, especially in you know Cali, where it's like it's a, a lot more diverse, a lot more liberal than what we grew up in. Right. 
I could see how he could end up in a bubble for a very long time and then have that shit bust in him being like, what the hell happened? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think this. So we didn't want that to ever. We wanted him to be woke to some extent, but also not feel like it's always yeah. him Lose battling the world. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Which is important. I mean, I, you know, growing up, I never had that talk with my family. Uh, the talk you guys said you right, had. Right. Yeah. With, yeah. Never had that talk. You know, we parents. never had that. That wasn't something, especially growing up around, you know, all black people. Uh, it was never. We never. I never. I never even had to talk. Now you know some. You know, some of you. Some of your friends. You know they're cool, but you gonna meet some that's not because we right. weren't around no white people. Right. Right. So, right. 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 I didn't go to church with white people. I didn't go to school yeah. with white people. I didn't go. Yeah. I didn't, my block wasn't white people. The first white person that ever came uh, to school, and it, it wasn't like we, I grew up like hating. White right. People. Yeah. Right. It, it wasn't, wasn't that. Around. It just wasn't around. First white person, white person that came to my school was seventh grade. Uh, wow. There was one white person. He was very much the minority. Uh, yeah. Wow. And we shit on him all the time. Yeah. There was no white person at my school. There was one Puerto Rican girl, and because she was Puerto Rican, we just kept calling her white, but she wasn't white at all. <laughs> yeah. like, but we were just like, look at Yo. this white girl. We just make fun oh, of her all the time. Now that but. I'm thinking about it, we had a Puerto Rican girl too, but... Literally, I see her as black until you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. She yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. damn. Christina was white. Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what fucked me up when I moved to Texas, though, was like, I went, and I really like what you're saying about, like, uh, making sure they also see the positive is... I went from this all black experience to being the first black person that so many of my friends had ever that's met in their such lives. A culture shock. And it uh. fucked with me a lot. But this principal of the school that my mom eventually put me into my sophomore year when I was in Texas had a black principal and he made it like a point to like, he would pull us out of class all the time and be like, um, excuse me, I need to take the boys out for a black meeting. It was only me, my brother <laughs> and my cousin. We were the only black kids at that school. Oh wow. And then he would be like, I didn't take the boys out for a black meeting. And he would take us and he would tell us about like dope black people stuff that they were doing and like mm-hmm. the kind of schools that we could go to. Like he told us about all these HBCUs and that was so important to have that yeah. versus dope, yeah. if I was in a school and it was n- not that, mm-hmm. and we got into a lot of race situations cause you know, we were wild and dumb and then people were also you know wild and dumb and yeah. having him there was so helpful to not be like gaslit by some of the stuff that was going yeah. on yeah yeah All that. i can only imagine yeah mm-hmm. now that's dope that he did that that's, yeah yeah uh what do you what is one of the big because you know your kid your oldest is nine right right so you still need he's about to he's gonna hit them teen years soon Jesus. right mm-hmm. uh and there's one thing that I was raised by all women. I had in my house when I was born was my mother who was 16, uh, my grandmother, my two aunts, and my grandfather who was just there. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I'm just here, you man. Leave granddaddy alone. Uh, yeah, leave that. granddaddy alone. Leave granddaddy, granddaddy watch TV. Granddaddy working. Uh, so I was raised by all women, right? Which is a, a unique experience mm-hmm. growing up. Uh and you have this idea of learning how to be a man and blah, 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 blah. Um, and knowing what it means to be a man in black America as well. Mm-hmm. That's something that was not ever a discussion mm-hmm. <laughs> in my household, right? That mm-hmm. That's not that's just, you know, I was raised by all women. And yeah, they wanted me to be a decent man, the man that they would aspire, you know, themselves to be with or right. know and things like that. Um and the world is changing a lot, <laughs> like yeah. currently, right? Uh, what, what? And you got three boys, so you're going to be raising three men, three black men, yes. right? Yeah. 
what is, have you guys had discussions uh, on, because I can only imagine some talks are difficult as parents to have raising black men or just men in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are you guys' thoughts on when it comes time to start having those conversations and steering those uh, ways for your children? Uh, well, coming up, my dad, he... He didn't have a lot of, like, this is what it means to be a man. It was just more of an example thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can remember, like, every single conversation we go. had about quote-unquote men things. It was like, he taught me how to tie a tie. It was like, if you don't know how to tie a tie, then you need to start over. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is something all men need to know how to do. Mm-hmm. So he taught me double wins or all that type of stuff. But it was it was always just an example. I think that's what that whole phrase comes from of, you know, it takes a man to raise a man, you know. But to that aspect, it's like, you have, you do have, a, especially in the black community, you have a lot of single moms. But that, to me, that just shows how strong black women um, are because yeah. a lot of them are raising men. They're right? raising mm-hmm. men. Exactly. I, I ain't gonna say My that mom. they can't raise a man, but it is easier to have when you have that male influence. Yeah, in life because it's not the way I was raised. It wasn't particularly saying, "Oh, this is these are the do's and don'ts." It was just like, "So this is what daddy does." You know, daddy, right. he's he's working on the house. He's going to work. He's any. Old vehicle, they they get a new vehicle. He drives the old one. Like it's mm. that type of thing, you Lead know. By example, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. and it's like and it's what was in. So I kind of feel myself. I have more talks to with my son because, like I said, he does. He is in the, the whole video game world. Mm-hmm. So and he's to me, he's just a little soft. I'm like, I wish I could. That, <laughs> I, he had to like, cause me, I was like the youngest. So youngest of my siblings, youngest oh, of my yeah. cousins. So. I got picked on. I got rough house. I had that little, yeah, I had a little bit of an edge over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though I was just like him, I was kind of a sensitive soul, but they kind of made me that way. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, I had a little more edge where he doesn't have that. He like, it, have it comes it. out in Not sports baby. and everything. I'm like, man, don't care about their feelings. <laughs> get in there. Get, get aggressive. My baby will cry at the drop of a dime. <laughs> he really will. He does, man. He will. Hey, he will. he'll grow out of that. I used to cry at the drop of a dime. <laughs> <laughs> you still <laughs> cry at the drop of a dime. Then I started beating people's asses. 12, 12 o'clock today you was crying out. But, uh, so uh, other than that like I, I've, I've had conversations with him like you know you know take care of your brothers or you know take yeah. care of your mom when you see your mom or your grandmother so is anybody like doing something they need help help them out like I have I've instructed him to do those things He's, it's kind of natural for him mm-hmm. now but I feel like because of this day and age it's like a later you know season that we are in our lives I do have to Guide him more than what my dad had to guide me, yeah. Because it was yeah. just like, like I said, he rarely had those conversations with me, you know. It's just like, but with you know, my son is like, oh, let me make sure I tell him this or tell him that, or, yeah. yeah. See, for me, growing up with a single black mother, man, you said this earlier, like, there's no one stronger than a black woman, no, <laughs> like, not, not, not even close, no, you know. Uh, and I think one thing that we are seeing in just today's society is we need more influences as men oh, absolutely. Uh, and more inspirations as men that are mm-hmm. women that are black women mm-hmm. especially as black people and mm-hmm. just women in general right yeah. yeah um and and you know i probably i got that and because i didn't see the flip uh-huh. <laughs> of that right? right i didn't see the flip of that uh so what is it like for you just to say you know what i'm gonna put my influence as a black woman on this black man 
uh, yeah. as well. Well, you know, it was crazy because uh, we recently had a, a we were on like a little like a Facebook watch show and uh, we were discussing because I was raised by a single mom. I never mm. I didn't see my mama collaborating in raising us. It yes. was whatever she said went. Yeah. Mm. So having to for me to have to curtail that because I have a partner in this and mm. and also knowing that he knows how to be a man better than I know how to be a man, mm -hmm. um, having to like know when to step back, but also not ever like diminishing who I am because I am mm -hmm. very independent. Like Marcus, it took us a while when we started dating because I'm so used to doing everything on my own. I'm very strong. I'm the type that can move a refrigerator by myself even though he's right there and he's like, why are you, why are you doing that when <laughs> I can do it? I'm like, because I can do it. Were you an only child? No, I'm the youngest of four girls. Oh wow! So, wow. so it was all there was Single no brother. Man. Yeah, wow. it was no brother doing stuff. It was yeah. like if it needed to be done, guess who got to do it? You got to do it. I know how to change a tire. I, you know, like mm -hmm. these right. are. So while making sure that he sees his dad do stuff, but but also not diminishing what I am capable of, because yeah. I don't want him to ever feel like his value as a man is. Um, is dependent on a woman's need for him mm -hmm. to do stuff. Like, okay. no, you just need to be capable. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all it is. Cause she, right. Because if she's capable, she ain't about to wait for your slow ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> either you pick up the pace mm -hmm. and get it done because mm -hmm. shouldn't no, I, I feel like no woman should have to diminish herself to make a man feel more manly. Now, granted, I, I do slow down and I realize my husband does stuff, even though I'm capable, he does it better than I do. So I am willing to like, let me pause because I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. It she ain't gonna be that like right. Two years ago for her, <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. You got the date. Was... You got the exact date, right? Yeah. When she said it, she was like, "You didn't open the door for me when our first date because your dumb ass didn't wait." <laughs> I don't need you to open. I can open my own door. I'm a strong woman. It's like I'm pulling up to get out. She hopped. I'm like, what did she do? She, <laughs> she don't know no better. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to close out on something a, a little dumb. Um, so I grew up in a house of three boys as well. And something that my parents always talk about is the food and where they said there's never enough of it because we would just eat all of it. Is mm -hmm. that something that you guys are experiencing right now? Like, how hungry it's, are these kids? It's getting there. It's getting there. We're yeah. not quite there yet, but we're on our way. Our nine-year-old, his um, appetite has picked up. He now eats faster than his dad, and oh, his yeah. dad is a mm -hmm. trash compactor. <laughs> so, yeah, like... We'll sitting there talking, and we look over, and he's done. We're like, wait, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, when did this happen? Especially if it's something that he really likes, it's game over. So yeah. I don't... I don't look forward to only being able to shop in Costco, yeah, but I feel that's like the only place my parents could it's shop. Be, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be spaghetti and mashed potatoes. Oh, because <laughs> you got <laughs> massive troughs of it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because you gonna you gonna have kids. You gonna have kids at one point who are gonna be on both sides of the teenage years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. exactly what happened to my mom. Yeah, uh, we ruined it. We ruined it. She would make a plate of food and she would be like, "All right, great. I made this plate." She would turn around and she looked back and that shit was gone. <laughs> it was. We were like all messy and stuff. So, yeah, I, right. I used to try to cook left. It was it's bad enough with him. I used to try to cook so there would purposefully be leftovers for the next day, mm -hmm. and he saw it as a challenge. <laughs> if I made extra food, mm -hmm. to, oh, you don't think I can eat all this? And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm still hungry though. I ain't hungry, but I ain't full, so I'm gonna eat. <laughs> I want to do something fun. This is gonna be quick, but I want to do something fun. Uh, people always love when we do shit like this. So things that black parents say. 
I know you guys have had some stuff that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. Have you found yourself repeating some stuff? If so, what's some of the things that you guys repeat that you're like, oh, this is the thing a black parent says? My oh, husband well. had the biggest black moment <laughs> oh. last that week. Wasn't, that wasn't the thing about back. My no, that is. Way. It is the thing that a black parent would say. My son got in trouble on the bus. He's never gotten in trouble on the bus. He was playing tug of war with somebody's jacket right mm-hmm. oh, uh, and he was i told my husband because i was pissed off and so when he gets, gets he home he's get gonna, in trouble he don't like, we're like listen you, this is not a thing you don't get in trouble and so he comes in there ready to, to grill the nine-year-old he's like marcus so what were you doing on the bus and he was like he didn't want to answer him very scared of his father he was like i was, I was playing with my with a jacket he said oh oh so who's jacqueline <laughs> 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 he said, he said, he said, jacket, huh? <laughs> a jacket, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you play with, be playing with no so, Jacqueline. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, who, who's Jacqueline? <laughs> <laughs> he got so mad at him about something that wasn't like a relevant thing. I was like, that was such a black daddy That's moment so to be mad at some shit that wasn't oh, even man. a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. How about yeah. you, Angel? How about you? Mm. What's one? What's one that you you can remember? Oh, you can out her too, Marcus. You can out her. Yeah, you can out her too. You can out her. Where I have to leave the room because I'm laughing myself to tears is her threats to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Those threats come off of her tongue, and they, I, they, it came natural, but I know it had to come from her mama because it'd be like, "I'm gonna slap both of you in the teeth if you don't get out of that <laughs> And I'm just like, I got to walk. <laughs> like. It is like the most random body parts, the most random body parts and things that would be done to those body parts. It's like, oh my God, where did she get this from? They wear me out. My brain don't work by the end of the day. It's so hard. Oh, so it's so What's funny is we heard our neighbor uh, one day, she was screaming at her son. She said, <laughs> she screamed, she said I'm going to punch you dead in the face if you don't hurt me. <laughs> And like I was like outside, I looked and like I'm laughing, and she was like, "Oh, my, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "No, I said that was classic. That was a good one." Like, <laughs> uh, this takes me back, man. It takes oh, me man. back. No, was good. All right, uh, I want to somewhat end. On, we you already said end on this, but I want to end on this specifically. Uh, I want both of you guys to answer this. What's something that, like, if you if you can tell your kids anything when they're older or now, or just a hope that you have for your kids? What's something that you would say to them i would i always this is what i'm trying to live by is have a white boy confidence (laughs) (laughs) like don't ever question if you can do it just do it like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's what somehow white guys have they have it at birth i don't know if it's just from all the colonialism or whatever happened Mm -hmm. but like they don't that thing there's something that turns on in us that makes us think oh maybe we can't do it uh Mm -hmm. maybe i'm not qualified and i want him to have the confidence even if he doesn't have the skill to convince himself oh yeah I can pull that off like Mm -hmm. I want him to have that is the thing that I hope that something clicks in him in all three of my boys that whatever they whatever idea they have in their mind there is nothing in them that says no you can't do it or you're not qualified or whatever they just are like yeah I'll do it it's fine it'll happen that's awesome yeah now with me it's um take time to listen to advice Mm. It's like, because I I realized I was aging myself when I would tell people, you know, if only I knew then what I know now. Because Mm -hmm. I, like, tell my uh, 
used to tell my nephew, I t- would tell him all the time, like, I had nobody coaching you. I had nobody coaching me the way I'm trying to coach you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, you, we close enough in age because he's in his early 20s. So mm-hmm. he's my older, uh, my older brother's uh, son. So I'm just like, I would always tell him, like, listen to what I'm telling you. I'm trying to set you up to be set. Because mm-hmm. if I was your age with this knowledge, I would know all the right moves to make. You You'd don't have to figure it, it out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm and I'm doing my son the same way. Like I'll tell him something like, you know, do it this way or do it that way. But Dad, would you just listen to me? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, go ahead and figure that out and figure out to see that you're wrong. So <laughs> keep in mind, like, no matter how old he gets, just keep in mind. I got to the age. It's like take time and listen to what people say. It may even be mm-hmm. somebody younger. It's like just take yeah. time to listen to people. Mm-hmm. It's great advice. Both great advice. This was dope. This was very. Dope. I want to have kids now. <laughs> I'm about to text Honor right now. Hey, what you? What you? Not remember the, the the first half of the. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember. I just remember. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, never mind. You about, Sorry, to, you, you about to text Honor? You want twins, baby? <laughs> right. Bad life choices. Bad life choices. Oh, you guys got a podcast. It's called. Is this gonna cause an argument? Yeah. Uh, yes. Where can people find it? Tell us a little bit about it. I want people to find you guys to listen to you Flo- guys. Float them with all your... Hey, yes. Is this going to cause an argument? It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and probably a bunch of other places that I didn't put it, but it's there. <laughs> uh, it's a bi-weekly podcast where me and my husband, Marcus, uh, bring up a topic and we see it might end up in an argument sometimes we don't even get to the topic yeah. and we're already we're, we're setting up arguing. the camera and we are arguing already, we already <laughs> arguing about the sound equipment about how he's too close to the mic or too far away yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you get a real perspective from two just real people who do actually love each other and are not afraid to show what sometimes love actually looks like yeah the like. flaws yeah, yeah. Mm. we think it's like what a lot of people miss um, in the whole vlogging world, because we also put put the video on YouTube mm-hmm. on that Chick Angel TV on YouTube, yeah, yeah, um, and and we, we like we I hear that from our subscribers a lot. It's just like y'all so real, like y'all not afraid to be your real selves, because it's like yeah, if, if it's something I don't like, I'm gonna say it. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah. okay with our imperfections. Yeah. We we're very comfortable with them. We all right. <laughs> we real good with them. So. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. That was an advice that my teacher gave me when I I used to be engaged, and he said. And this is probably why I'm not engaged. He was just like, make sure that whoever you marry is someone who you look at the, all their imperfections and you know, and you can see them and say, these are never going to change. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes they get worse. I'm looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> Windows and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> that's a petty. I think we just found our title uh, for the episode. That's, that's the title. That's the title. <laughs> Windows and mirrors. Oh, man. Guys. Thank you so much for rocking on. Where can people Thank find you. you guys? Where can people find you specifically? If if you have a social media presence and you want say, it to you be just, known. You can find me in traffic. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's, that is it. You ain't going to find him nowhere. Okay. You can find me on most social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at That Chick Angel. Angel with one L or two? One L. One L. Yeah, That Perfect. Chick, like the chicken. That chick angel, you can find me. I'm always constantly posting something funny about motherhood, womanhood, being black. Hey, it's out there. 
I might um, be. I might still be on Black Planet. <laughs> Slim seventy seven. She remembers. She remembers. She remembers. She stalked that page. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. Moving, moving things I in the mean. background. <laughs> took a long time to figure that out. Guys, <laughs> at Culture Kings Pod, at Jackie's name on everything. At Edmund is here on Twitter. At Awful Graham on Instagram. Love y'all. This has been great. We promise there will be more episodes two months from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2019, baby. We coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, guys. We like you. We love you. <laughs>